Hello and welcome to our episode 10 House of the Dragon rewatch. This is the season finale, the main event, the big show that everybody's been waiting for uh, all season long, especially after that uh, dragging last episode, in my opinion. Riveting. Riveting. We're both just glued to our seats. Uh, but thank you for joining us for this one. Um, we are getting the show started as we speak. Hey, the beginning of the episode, a wonderful, wonderful teaser for the new season of Secession. Very <laughs> exciting. Very exciting. Uh, did you know that's the uh, the very first logo right there with the, the Conqueror, uh, mm-hmm. those dragons, was the Dance of the Dragon. That's what that symbol is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Pretty sure, anyway. I think that's what I read. Oh, okay. But, uh, cool. Yep. So we're going through the bloodline here again on the intro. The literal so, bloodline. So before this episode gets underway, I'll just go ahead and tell you somewhat disappointing in this finale, too. I'll be honest. Really? I'll be honest with you. I, I think the show hit its high peak on episode eight, and then it kind of just kind of went downhill from there. I, I think um, this one, I think this one was pretty good. Um, I've got a joke that I'm sitting on for the very last scene. Actually, I'll just go ahead and say it. Um, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to no, wait. Just I'm going to wait. Just, just hold it. I'm going to wait. But, I want uh, you to hold it with giggles and pure joy. <laughs> and my non-reaction I'll probably have. I, I just... I, I guess, like, the thing is, is this show is so good. It, I, like, that's the thing is I want it to be taken from this, is that I'm even though I'm being uh, a critic on it, like, harsh on it or whatever... Sure. I still enjoy the show and I still think it's fantastic. I just, I guess I was hoping for more. Not a lot happens in this one either, really. Um, I mean, think about it. I know we're still just through the credits right this second. Like it's just now House of the Dragon just popped up there, but I I don't think a lot happens in this episode either. Uh, see, I don't know. I um, I think there's there's some stuff. I think there's some stuff in this one that's pretty, pretty exciting. The table, at so the Black cool. I want, ta- I want a table. The, that is such a cool, yes. cool table. I want one just this is like the first it. time we get to see it, like, Lit, the way it's supposed to operate. Up. Yeah, because this is the same table that Daenerys stood at. This is the same table that. Uh, uh, Stannis Baratheon stood at. Oh, okay. You know, Stannis conquers Dragonstone, and he takes Dragonstone for his own. Oh, okay. And then when Stannis dies, Daenerys goes back, and she takes Dragonstone. And that table's still there? Yeah, the table's still there. And then at, at Dragonstone, it's called the Black Council instead of, oh, like, okay. the, you know. Uh, can I just say this, too? Like, I know we're we, we're always finding ourselves jumping ahead, jumping ahead during the episode that we're actually rewatching. Yeah. This show, not this episode, but this show in general, has made birthing so freaking gross to me. And I've <laughs> and I have watched two children <laughs> be been, birthed. You've been witness to two. Yeah, I births. mean, I've saw two kids being born, and it wasn't as gross as this show has made it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was. It was not like <laughs> it was not like the most cool thing. To like you know. I, Anyway, it was amazing because it was my boys, but at the same time, if it was my boys, I'd be like, ew. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean it. That, Icky. That, Icky. That, that sissy fight, too. Ew. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, the so, thing, that, the, the classic thing they do here also is that 
they really focus on Luke. Yeah. And we all, if you've seen this finale yet, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but when a show focuses on a character. It's never a good thing. For the first time and only time, it's yeah. never really leaning towards a good outcome. <laughs> and this well, is that, kinda, that that's a trope. That's a TV trope. It and is. Then, and then when um, when TV characters start to make like big plans for the future, you're like, oh, that's too bad. Yep. <laughs> Walking and Dead. I, Walking I, Dead is very uh, well, guilty of that. Walking too. Dead is the same exact way about this too. Like where it's like, oh, we're really getting a view of this guy's life. It's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, he's dead. He's dead. You know, like. <laughs> I, I fully kept expecting to Westerly to come, like be that guy that yeah. just walked in the room. Oh, yeah. like, I thought that would be really cool, but it's some other bald guy named Sir Lawrence. Why could it not be? We've not heard. We don't even know who this guy is. This Sir Lawrence. Lawrence, man. Oh, well, how could I not have ever seen him before? The show is never known for just throwing people <laughs> into the mix. So, oh, man. <laughs> I love how Renice just kind of breaks this news to uh, Damon and uh, Rhaenyra. Uh, she's obviously not full-term pregnant right here, Mm-mm. but something's like, as soon as she gets this news, she's well, yeah, like, it's traumatizing. I mean, it, you know, and that kind of a trauma can, can absolutely start a uh, labor. Okay. I mean, I, I, I you're, true. you're not wrong, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, what a way to break it to you. The King is dead. <laughs> you know, like that's just, <laughs> I don't know. And then I think Renice is kind of cold in this episode, the whole episode. In what way? Well, she's not very comforting right here. I know, And I know that she's had her differences with Rhaenyra, but oh, Viserys', yeah, okay, v- I Viserys family. Oh, Renice is, a, is she's, she's cold-blooded, dude. And then, like, later on when everybody's kneeling for the new queen, who doesn't kneel? Oh, yeah, you're right. I noticed that, too. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody was kneeling. And uh, I, I wonder that too. Like, why leave it open ended where Damon goes, "What killed the king?" And then Renee goes, "I cannot say." I don't know. That like to me would be like you 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 don't know or you can't say. Like, what <laughs> like why are you putting it that way? See, you know? I just took that as I don't know. I don't yeah. like that that wording. You know, like just tell me like. Uh, yeah. See, see Damon like, Damon is is uh, suspicious of Renee's here. Damon because is he's full. Like, he's like, Damon's so full on defense right now. He well, yeah. is. He first of all, he's saying that they're gonna they killed his brother, and then like, and what's so funny? You're right. Like I think he said it last episode is like, who wouldn't expect that dude to die? Yeah. But yet they're all like surprised. Shocked. by it. They're all like, what? The king <laughs> is dead. He, he, he was so healthy. I just saw he, him yesterday. He was in the prime of his life. <laughs> like nobody really compliments him like that. I know you're joking, but like everybody was just like, I just saw him yesterday. Yeah, yeah. You know, but anyway, uh, he was just sucking down milk of the poppy. I, through, I do through like his, through his intact half a face just uh, just yesterday. I, you know, it'd been a funny shot if they shot him taking that drink and it, like drooling on the side of his face. Uh, anyway. Uh, I like how they start calling the high towers the greens. Yeah, I noticed I, that. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool that they they refer. They, you think they probably mean that as kind of a derogatory? Sure, they do. You know, like uh, calling them the Jerry's. Then they call them the Jerry's when they like the the Vietnamese or something. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Back in the Vietnam War, the Jerry's. Where did you get that from? Charlie's out there. Charlie's yeah, out there. I don't you know, know how that came to be, but so it's kind of like that. I would. Yeah, think. probably. And then uh, I'm sure, and it, you know, and it, well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other ones you could say, but that would be kind of racist if I repeated the, them. 
this is where I just get turned off. Like, the, you know, she's had five kids. We've done this five times. Uh, this is number six. Let us help you. And she's just walking around going, ooh, you know, like, ah. this is also where, to me, Damon kind of goes back to his, like, psychotic old ways, like where he's kind of like, he's kind of cold towards Rhaenyra. Damon has, is itching to push the button. And I personally am 100% behind him. 100%. Because let me tell you something, okay? So Rhaenyra falls into the same, and this is all militarily speaking, okay? I'm just strictly speaking, like I said, militarily. So they don't... Damon's ready to go to war, right? Rhaenyra's all like, no, you know, let... Let's not do that yet. The The fact that Alicent willingly brought up this coronation, crowned him in front of all these people and everything, dude, that, to me, is enough of a slight to, to, to go nuclear on him, in my opinion. Yeah. So that's why I'm 100% behind Damon, and I think Rhaenyra is, is like I said, she's taking too much after her dad, and she's being, she's being weak sauce, dude. How would you like your mom to invite you in when she's coming? Oh, it's like, yeah, thanks, Mom. I'm glad I got to see this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is the moment she decides to tell her sons that her grandfather, their grandfather's dead. Yeah. She's walking around squirming, bleeding, and hollering for her baby being born prematurely. And her boys are like, uh, you know. And then, first of all, why does she straight tell him that Damon's gone, gone, gone to madness? She don't know that. She don't know that. How does she know that? I don't think she meant like madness, like like like, like lost his mind. I think she means like he's wanting to push the button, like you just uh, said. Say okay, because I took it as he's just gone crazy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you started hurting as soon as you found out he was dead, and then you left. Like. <laughs> Oh, do that's you... why she does that. Like, she brings the boys in there to tell them to go tell Damon. Yeah, like, not to do nothing. Okay. Because she knows Damon. See, I just watched this last night. So, oh. Well, because, yeah, because she knows that Damon wants to wants to go, buddy, and he's got ravens going out everywhere. We find out here that Corliss is getting better. <laughs> so yeah. that's, you know. He must have had, like, another movie to do or something. <laughs> they were like, we got to write him out for two episodes. <laughs> it, was right? a, it was a weird way to do that. Like, I, that was just... Well, I wonder if old Westerly actor couldn't make it back for the finale because I mean, like, yeah, he's not in this episode at all. Is no, he? I don't think I don't think he's in it at all. No, and but oh, Sir Laurent is <laughs> again. Who? <laughs> yeah, uh, Damon kind of gets aggravated by this right here, doesn't he? Well, because I mean, I think I don't. I I I don't know. I. <sighs> I'm telling you, dude. I mean, like, I'm sorry to be harsh on the show, but I just don't. I don't know that uh, Bartimus borrows or borrows some. Or are you talking about? What are you talking about? I said Lord Bartimus, B A R T I O M S. I don't know who that is. I don't either. Yeah. Another great character we're introduced <laughs> to. Like, and this is see again. Would this Laurent guy not be? He's a perfect stand-in for Westerly. This is. 
so unnecessary what this is like he he calls just two of them Jaharis out there Jaharis out there I'm sorry Jaharis he calls Jaharis out there with these two king's guards and basically threatens their lives yeah he says uh there's two options here uh you either bend the knee to Rhaenyra or you die by my extremely long-necked dragon like his dragon's neck is like the weirdest like his dragon's the weirdest looking dragon it's a weird one yeah it's, but I think, but I think that that kind of lends itself to that kind of that snaky, kind of slimy, slithery type that Damon is. So I mean, it fits him perfectly. Because yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it just, especially, especially in the beginning of the thing. season. Yeah, I know. It's 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 bizarre. It's a long old neck, and it's just all real slinky and just yeah. It's, I don't know what kind of fight that dragon's gonna put up against other dragons. Vagar, you mean? Especially, it wouldn't. That'd be a quick one, I think. We'll see. Oh, that's cool looking though. With that, that's a, that's a sweet shot. Dude. Now, that was a good shot. That's a every sweet other shot. shot we see the rest of this episode is kind of like, <laughs> oh boy. You feel like you're watching like a Nickelodeon special or something. Uh, yeah, he, some people say that his dragon even looks like him. I mean, you know, and it, which makes sense. Gosh, this is so gross. Like this. And so apparently I, I did I watched the video and it was talking about the reason that it keeps kind of clicking to showing those dragons screaming, you know, while she's doing that is supposedly it's 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 ticking off the the dragon's bloodline that any of this is happening, I guess. It didn't make a lot of sense to me when I watched it, but it was explaining it was explaining that like they're kind of this is kind of the beginning of them starting to lose their grasp on their dragons and controlling their dragons and stuff. Dude, she literally pulls this baby. Oh well, let me ask you. Did, did, see, and so I mean, okay. She pulls I, this baby out of her. It's like look at this. Yeah, you know, I know. I mean it shows it too. I like, know. And they <laughs> and they the, well, and it's awful because they keep showing what bugs me, I guess, is they keep showing the baby's corpse. Like even after it's out, and you're just like, oh man, that's just. But see, but this is the theme of the show, dude. Is they're just showing you that you know queens, queens got to do, queens got to got to put up with stuff too, man. You know, it's it's. Was it ever necessary to be this grotesque about no. birth? Though. No, not at all. Well, we talked about in, the, in one of the previous episodes all the birth squishes. I think was the term we used. Yeah, and it, um, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's totally gratuitous. Uh, but you notice the cords wrapped around its neck. I think that's interesting. An interesting observation too. Yeah. The, the reviewer I read said that the baby is deformed. Which well, in the in the in the show, or well, it's its head's kind of bumpy. But I just kind of thought that was because all ba- babies look like aliens. Well, no, I out. think the back they just they just showed like the back of it. I think it was kind of scaly looking. Oh. Well, in, in in the book though, it doesn't exactly, like have a tail and stuff or something. In the something? books, not this baby right here, but like other incestual babies have been born with like you know claws or oh, okay. uh, tails or scales and you know Ugh. yeah. And here she is wrapping it. See uh, again, why do I mean why do we have to show the this corpse so much? It's very disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And the only reason I'm saying that is is because it's just not necessary to show well, why? I mean, like, you know, everybody on the planet, like, the internet broke when Negan batted 
uh, Glenn and Abraham, but like nobody's saying anything about them showing this baby's corpse. And just this is paid TV. Well, that's true too. I guess that's a good point. I should say, I'm sorry, premium, premium, paid, yeah. Yeah, premium TV. I, yeah, I see what you're saying. That's a good uh, point. I didn't think about it that way. I, I just, Ugh. yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, like what, I mentioned, what's he upset about the baby? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, what else would he be upset about? The only unrealistic thing about this, uh, I do believe, like how realistic the birth and all that looks like, but how she's able to just walk around and give commands and be like, <laughs> I, I, you know, honestly, I didn't know the first time we saw her give birth, I, or the second time, whatever it was. I didn't see that trail of blood leading back from the, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you pointed that, yeah. that out to me, yeah. and I was like, oh, okay. Oof. Which was disgusting. Oh, my gosh, um, yes. Yeah, so they're at the funeral of the baby, and I'm pretty sure she was going to name that baby Visenya, which is another that was Aegon's wife, uh, the first Aegon, Aegon the Conqueror, is his sister wife. So that was a girl? I believe it was, yeah, think so i didn't know ever if they ever said i think that's what that was lord westerly oh no it's not it's a rick eric a eric let's see if they say his name maybe they do this might be the deciding factor dude this might be it this might be it i like how he's got a little man purse it's a merce it's a satchel man that took some balls right there yeah it did still in the crown yeah that's a big deal dude Did you notice the symbols on the side of the of the crown? There was a there was a Baratheon stag. Oh, that's cool. Um, for each of the seven, one I guess that's what it was representing each of the seven kingdoms. That's cool. I didn't notice another one. I was trying to look at it again, but uh, that's blurry now. See, so like uh, there's the Targaryen. Yeah, there's, there's the Lannister line. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's that's really cool. Yeah, I didn't even never even notice that before. That's really neat. I was trying to see if there was the Stark uh, Dire Wolf was on there. That's the only one I care about. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I was going to be really disappointed if Damon cut this guy down because that wouldn't have made any sense. Because he's sitting there swearing. Would have turned on him if he did. Probably not. <laughs> Can he do anything wrong at this point? For yeah, you? yeah. What could he do that would make you turn on him? I mean, it would take a lot. He could uh, go side with Aegon. And you would completely turn on him? Probably. Really? I'd like to know his motivation before I made a final decision. Huh. <laughs> or what if he stayed with Rhaenyra, but he killed uh, Jaehaerys and Luke? I'm not really attached to those kids, so... <laughs> so killing his stepsons would be okay. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. But there's old Joffrey right there. You see him a couple times this episode. <laughs> he shows up. And then I have no idea what his kids' names are. His girls back there in the back. Oh, uh, yeah. Damon's girls. Uh, one's Bela. Is that a statement Balon? being made right here that that she does not bow? Yeah. It's a statement, a clear so, statement. She knows those guards up on the rocks don't either, which is kind of weird. But Well, yeah, I don't know why they don't do that, but. Yeah, but absolutely I do. But she knows they don't really talk about it. But here they are. Got the, we're, we're lighting up the war table, buddy. This is so neat. So cool. And I'm, not, I'm not really all about the little figures they, they post all over. I think that's kind of silly, but I like how the table lights up. It's something that they've continued through the whole show, though. Yeah. 
I mean, every family did it. Mm-hmm. Everybody during the war, they got the little the little chess pieces out there and put yep. out, you know, they put like black for her and then like high tower symbol for them, and uh, it's pretty neat. Uh, but the table is the coolest thing ever. Man. Absolutely, like, it is so neat. It like lights up like the Lord of the Rings. You know. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, there's the old Winterfell up there at the top left, or well, just the left. I'm sorry, if because the way they show the table. But that is super super awesome, and I wonder if like Stannis and Daenerys even knew about that because they never do it. You know, like that. You know what I wonder? Um, does uh, does the Dance of the Dragons? in the books does it does it uh spread over the course of of the the seven kings or does it just primarily take place in like a well there are there are several battles like do they go to like but nothing like real notice like notable like in winterfell and all that stuff no there's no battle because because i was gonna say because how cool would that be if next season the intro like mirrored game of thrones but instead of just like the little like a uh, board game map they use, it'd be that that table. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. But but it, but again, if they don't go to those places, it's not gonna make it wouldn't make sense. But um, but anyway, yeah. So so here we are. Um, again, Damon's all excited. He's like, all right, we're gonna go to war. But Rainier is like, I don't want to do nothing yet. <laughs> so you think she's uh, mirroring her father? Uh, weak sauce, dude. Doesn't fall far from the tree. Uh, that's all I want to say about it. it. Just it's just yeah, it's just infuriating, man. It's infuriating because again, Allison willingly, knowingly, you know, did that. I mean, just straight up took what her father, the king, late king, said was supposed to happen and just spit on it. There's the I'm just gonna run through these a little quickly here while they're talking about the what they're doing right now is they're they're talking about the table and they're talking about each house and who they can get as as you know loyalty to them. But there's the Battle of the Gullet, Battle of Honeywire, the Red Fork and the Fish Feed, the King's Landing, there's a battle there, the Red Kraken, Butcher's Ball. I mean there there's a bunch of Dragonstone. There's there's a bunch of good battles coming up. I don't know how long this show is going to go. Like, I don't know if they're going to stretch this particular story out for two or three seasons more, or if this story is going to end by the end of next season, because I think it doesn't need to go too long. I do think they can keep the house of the dragon going, mm-hmm. but you move on to the next round of Kings, like whoever the next round of Kings is that not kind of, then you get into game of Thrones territory. No, there's still 172 years before Game of Thrones. Like, I don't know if I care. It's my problem. You don't know if you care. Yeah, I mean, like, I, like House of, House of the Dragon. You know, sure, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm invested in this storyline. But after, after all this, like, after Rhaenyra is dead, after Damon's dead, after you know, all this stuff is is handled, after the Lannisters take King's Landing and all that stuff, I just don't know if I care. Just to give you an idea of what all happens between now and Game of Thrones, there are 12 more kings. Hot dog. I don't care. Let's so, just go ahead and rewatch Game of Thrones, you know? So, yeah, you're, you're, so you're, what would, would you be, uh, first of all, there's way too many kings in, what'd you say, a hundred year period? Well, I mean, yeah. 
Aegon the Second only serves two years. I told you that already. Yeah. So, so now they're they're doing an inventory of their dragons. And really, I mean, Rhaenyra, Team Rhaenyra has the advantage dragon wise for right now. Team Rhaenyra has the house uh, advantage also. Like, yeah. the, the people loyal to her. Right. Because they're not really saying it right now. She's assuming that, that House Stark is with them. And of course, like you said, when, or like they say, when you have House Stark, you have the North. The North, yeah. Booyah. Yeah. And so Stark is with them. We, we'll find that out next season. But spoiler alert, I'm sorry. But that's if that ruins the show for you, then you're, you're you know, whatever. My bad. But Do they play a big role? Not really, but I mean, but, they're just another. Well, one of the Starks becomes hands of the hand of the king at some point, like you know later on. But, yeah, three headed green dragon. So they changed the House of Targaryens seal for her. Yeah, for well, for yeah, High Tower because now the dragons. Oh, you're saying Al sent them changed the yeah, seal, right? I, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it said it said that a black banner. Ha- yeah, yeah. It said this bl- scene right here makes me absolutely like cringeworthy. Like I, I would have killed Otto Hightower and all these soldiers right here in a drop of a hat. Like the minute that he was like King Aegon terms for you. Yeah, King Aegon the yeah. second, and he keeps calling Rhaenyra Princess yep. Rhaenyra. That yep. is such a low blow, I think anyway. But. I just I, I think that they should have killed him right here. I think Rhaenyra should have either had her dragon eat him or burn him or whatever, and then like be done with it as far as the war starting. But you know, pretty cool entrance though. It's an amazing entrance. It's awesome because then I'm t- like uh, I hate those shots because uh, I mean it's cool that she landed on the opposite side and then to block them through them because she's like I don't. Yeah, you gotta, you know, you that is me. the unique thing about that. Like, they could one of them could have just stabbed her right mm-hmm. in the back, right there, cut her head right off. That'd have been and it'd been of, over. Yep. And really, I don't think Otto would have absolutely hated that result. Probably not. He would have given his life probably to kill Rhaenyra. But see, I think she's also. I think by doing that though, she's also kind of making a statement like, "I'm not threatened by you, dude." Right. You know, she should be, but I think she's kind of making a statement there. I think the next thing that we're going to see as far as season two, well, <laughs> that we should see if you go by the timeline, will be the battle at King's Landing. Because oh, so she tells him, I'm Queen Rhaenyra now, and you're all traitors. Oh, yeah. She, remember see, she, I had to cut him off. Him saying all that, suck it on the nail. I'll be like, you know what? Shut up, dude. That ain't right. That's what I'm saying, dude. I would have stuck a sword right through his throat. <laughs> <laughs> or I would have just looked at, like, uh, Cyrax and been like, Jakaris. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, th- this is such a slap. Like, she sits here and even listens to this. I, I don't know, man. It, it's just a, you know, she's saying that. Or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Otto Hightower's telling her that if you accept the uh, ruling of King Aegon, then you will be granted Dragonstone. And your children will have Dragonstone, and they'll all also be able to keep Driftmark. And the, the, I see, I love Damon's response right here. I'd rather feed my sons to dragons than let them be a cupbearer for sure, a drunken yep. usurping king. Yep, that's I do agree with that. Yeah, because he's awesome. 
God. <laughs> That's what I keep telling you, man. Damon's yeah. the best. Yeah. I think he doesn't he cut him off at some point. He's like, well, shit. <laughs> Excuse me, I said the F word, but but I'm saying like, doesn't he just say that though? I don't remember. I think he does. He's like, let's just kill him right now. So, yeah, he's trying to see. Otto's really is he baiting him? He's over. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. He's trying to get her to do something stupid, which this is a pretty big deal. Her taking that, taking the the hand of the king pin off of him. Yeah, she calls him a traitor again. Yeah, oh yeah. Which, I mean, she's right and. Well, yeah, because somewhere I don't. I hate this. Like this is what makes oh, Allison trying to be like. See, we used to be friends. Yeah, is there other significance I'm missing here of this I page? Just, no, I think it's just a reminder that you know we used to be buddies. Remember when we were friends together? With I it's can't. just yeah. I mean the story. It's it's from a storybook. Fleet dispersed as it comes. Away. Yeah, it was what they were reading as kids, right? Back in the yeah. old, by the Godwood or whatever. No blood needs to be spilled. You can just swear fealty and you, you're fine. I mean, did he really? Allison still remembers you guys were buddies. Did he really think that this would work? Oh, look. She can have his answer. <laughs> yeah. Let's end this mummer's farce. Yeah. Oh, it's Eric. So, okay. So the A, Eric, is allegiant yep. to Allison. Yep. Cool. Now we know. Good deal. Thank goodness. So Arik. I'm just gonna call him Arik. I think it's pronounced Eric, but Arik. You do think it's pronounced Eric? I think they're both Eric. Yeah, because No, I think it's Arik and Eric. Eric. Allison gets them mixed up in an episode even. Cause she says, Yes, sir, Eric. And he's like, It's Eric. <laughs> She's like, Oh yeah, sorry. You don't remember that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, it was like uh, last episode or might even be this episode. I'm not real sure. Yeah, she's, she says it, which I think is kind of funny. How crazy is it that when she walks off, the dragon leaves, too? He's like, well, I'm done yeah. here. It's like they're connected to each other. They are. Yeah. In a way, I mean, you know. Well, that's true, because when Daenerys dies, uh, what's that dragon's name? Drogon. Drogon. Yeah, Drogon. Oh boy! Well, see, like I just think this is just such a slow burn for a finale. I, well, but see, they're they're justifying her lack of action. And in all honesty, I do. Who's kind of, justifying it? They're all upset with her lack of action. No, I mean she's justifying her lack of action. Which this is interesting too. So she says, "I don't want to rule over a kingdom of ashes and bone," and. Daenerys said that. says something very similar, yeah. But she ends up burning the whole Turns city. right around and turns it all down to ash anyway, yeah. See, I'm I'm 100% Damon here, dude. Like, Al, and of course now, you know, okay, okay Rainier is mad. Let me talk to my husband real quick. He you know, chokes the crap out of her. You know why, though, right? You see the lesson he's trying to teach her, which there's other there's very better ways. He's doing that to show her. This is interesting. I, I, I learned about this. He's doing that to show her that force always beats diplomacy, I guess, is what he's saying. Did you see that look right now? He's like smug look she gave as she walked out of the room. She was yeah, like, she, like, oh, they're about to get into a fight. She goes, oh, girl, you mm-hmm. fixing to get it. Jerry, Jerry. Does the promise of war excite you so much? Yeah. I mean, it does. <laughs> he's kind of, he's kind of got a thing for it. Well, I think he's maniacal. Like he's like, you know, in a way, yeah, sure, I think so. 
I don't know. I'm somewhere in between him and her. You know, I, I think that do you really want to be the one to make the first move? Or do you want to be the responder? That's the thing I'm kind of getting at. Like, because there is a small chance that this could all be settled by, you know, uh, my brother was a slave to his omens and. Uh, See, so so that shows you there too that Viserys didn't even entrust the Song of Ice and Fire to Damon. Yeah, because she said he never showed you, did right. he? Yep. But see, Rhaenyra's not afraid of him even then. She was letting him choke her, and she wasn't, like, pleading for her life or anything. That'd be out of character for her, because, I mean, she still is a strong character. That's what I'm saying. No, she's she's tough. I think she's really a match for Damon. You know, like, she's yeah. a, a good foil. Wonder why he never told him, though. Apparently, I mean, apparently it's kind of a, almost like a, Almost like a rite of passage, I feel. I take, yeah, like like you know, you pass down a heirloom, you know, when you become of but age. You figured and, with all the time they probably spent together, that he would have told Damon at some point, if Damon would have heard it, because back when we first met Damon, he was yeah bad dude. Sure, you know. Does Corliss lose lose any points with you this episode, or does he stay pretty much true to what you liked all well, along? Okay, so this is really a strange. To me, this is. I think that's funny. I've had men with for falling asleep on their watch. He's, he's just ribbing his wife for falling asleep watching him, but uh, which I think is pretty funny. But um, unnecessary, but okay. Well, it is unnecessary, and she don't respond well to it because she's still ticked that he left her for six years, which she should be. But um, yeah, because he makes himself kind of a victim right here. He's yeah. like, he's like, my children were stolen from me. Yeah, and she's like us. Yeah. Which that's so unfair to like not include her. Right. I agree. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm about as selfish as it comes, but even that I wouldn't say, you know, oh, yeah, like yeah. I wouldn't be like, my sons were taken from me. Yeah. It's like our sons, no, dude. You know, I had very little to do with that. <laughs> you know, see, I lost everything. We lost Corla. She reminds him several times we're in this together, guy. Yeah. No, he, um, this is, this is kind of a whiplash moment for me. So he tells her here, uh, it's like right before the cut to the next scene, he says, uh, he says, we're going to remain undeclared. And in the very next scene, you can have my, you can have my fleet right near yeah. just I thought it was so weird. I was like, that's just so bizarre. Like, why would they even waste time? Again? I don't know that Rhaenice wanted him to do that. What do you think? She kind of makes a little bit of a face when he says it, but see, I still think though that she's, you know, expecting to uh, honor the offer that Rhaenyra made to her about uh, marrying uh, the two uh, cousins. The uh, um... But she just tells him about uh, Vaymond getting yeah. his head cut off by Damon. And this is the guy they're wanting to swear loyalty to. You know, like, so that's what's so unique about this time period is that his brother was technically a treasonous person for saying what he said. And he more or less said he probably deserved it. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what's so crazy is that some people would start a war over that. Yeah. But then other people would be like, he was a man of honor and he shouldn't have done that. See, so we should it. declare for no one. Literally, that's that's one, we'll, we'll just go back to high tide and be content. And they be could do that. 
Yeah, but they don't. But they don't. You're right. So it's just interesting that I don't know. They 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 are okay with going to war because of their grandkids, but at the same the, the, like two episodes ago, they were arguing about the grandkids being even being their grandkids. Well, see, I think that they, I think that they kind of, um, I know Rhaenys especially understands that the only that that Rhaenyra truly wants 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 ah, she truly wants what is best for the realm. Yeah, you I know? think uh, I think she she's starting to come around. Uh, Rhaenys is starting to come around. Yeah, to, to Rhaenyra. Yeah. Uh, Corlys really commands the room here, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, when he comes in. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's his uh, castle. No, it isn't. They're in Dragonstone. Yeah, sorry. I say, they're mind. in Dragonstone, dude. Yep. This is Rhaenyra's domain. Yeah, my mistake. Sorry, you're right. And I mean, he just, he takes over this little meeting here that all these lords are in. And he's like, my name is Corlys. <laughs> Let me tell you a little story, you know, or whatever. And, and then here's the two. So both those sisters are betrothed to the, both those boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a head full of hair, don't they? Yeah, I know that funny. Yeah. So where was Damon? Like he says, where is Prince Damon? He's he's all doing stuff. I think he went to visit one of the other kingdoms somewhere. To no, talk. he went down to the keep, didn't he? Oh. To check on his check on his big boy, Vermithor. His big boy. It's not his big boy. <laughs> um, Aaron Baratheon and Stark. Those guys are from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Hope is a fool's alley, he said. Aaron and Baratheon share my blood. So, uh, yeah, that was a big that was a big deal there. Did you see that? He said that Baratheon and and Aaron both swore an oath to me, and he's like, the Hightowers did too, if I remember right. Yep. And it's like, ooh, ooh, that one cut deep. That one cut deep. Yeah, I think he's just kind of giving a little bit of a snap of reality in his little speech he gives, yeah. you know, like, you know, one does not just rush off to war and blah, 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 and our houses are, this is where he declares... Just like you said, one minute he's going, we will yeah, we, be content we be and not declare it. And the next scene, he's like, yeah, you can have my fleets. Yeah. It's like, well, you think I'm going to give you, you my fleets? My like full support. You think I'm going to give you my fleets and support like it's, you know, like and it's right like a something to do? Right now, Rhaenys is blurry in the background and we will soon see her reaction from his little bow. And he gives a little look to Rhaenys. She's going to turn around and look at her. It, I think so. Let me look. She looks past her. Boom. Oh, she kind of looks happy about it. Actually, I think this might have been Rhaenys' idea. Because, honestly, she just told her, she said, Rhaenyra is a lot smarter than people are giving her yeah. credit for or whatever. And So uh, maybe this is just kind of Rhaenys putting, putting you know, all of her bets toward Rhaenyra. Yeah. I think, <laughs> realistically, the, the better bet would be to bet on Rhaenyra. And our, you know, because the last that the the public knew, all the last that all the houses knew, was that they swore allegiance to Rhaenyra. Yeah, there was no near death thing where uh, Viserys changed his mind. 
like you always accused him of doing. Well, here's here's yet another. I know, but here's here's yet another thing though. So now they're saying, okay, we can completely block any kind of shipping in or out of King's Landing. That's and I mean, gonna, that's, gonna, that's gonna starve them. It's gonna hurt. Yeah, and I mean, you know, so which Rainier kind of gets a little the gullet that, that they're talking about. Yeah, very uh, very crucial stuff's gonna happen there. Yeah, Rainier is taking her dragon and going to the gullet. So. It's interesting that that it's kind of stupid, really. Think about it. Like they have, I think, didn't Damon say like they have like there's 16 dragons total, and they only have four. Yeah, the the greens I'm talking yeah. about. So, wouldn't the smart thing to do be to all stay together, and if you're going to attack somewhere, attack together? I mean, you think yeah. instead, what are they doing? They're separating. Yeah, Damon's wanting to go here. Luke saying send me here. Jace is saying send me here, and then uh, uh, Rainice is saying I'll go here. They're being all they're all being separated. It's just not a smart move, if you ask me. Well, but you got to think though too, and this is this is um, this is kind of justification for that though for being okay with it. Luke's dragon is like a flipping like baby. It's like a little baby dragon. It's barely bigger than. Luke, <laughs> you know, yeah. and so, so it's like, well, I mean, so, you know, heaven forbid anything happened to it. Uh, it, how missed will that particular dragon be? I think be? that is, uh, that when, when she decides to let Jace and Luke go to these houses, mm-hmm. I think that is one of the stup- most stupid decisions that you could ever make. Because well, do you think maybe she's not kind of trying to keep him out of harm's way, though, too, and get him get him a little bit further away from stuff? Because I mean, you don't. Let's put it this way. Let's say that what ha- what, what so okay, Luke is going to go to Baratheon's yeah. uh, Storm's End. Yeah. But when they get there, Aemon is already there. Uh-huh. Okay. We find out immediately that he's there because when the dragon lands, he looks over and over by the castle, Vagar yeah, yeah, comes up yeah. and burr, yeah. you know, kind of like burps or something and then goes back down below it. <laughs> right. Um, so we're like, uh-oh, Eamon's there. Right. But let's take Eamon out of the picture. Her letter that she writes, we don't get to read exactly what it says because Boris Baratheon can't read. <laughs> <laughs> right. And he asks his maester to read it. And his right. maester leans over and whispers into his ear what it says. And then he flips out at him. He's like, your, your, your mother demands. He gets all offended by it. So if Eamon's not even there, this doesn't go over very well. Right. Anyway. Right. So harm's way or not, she's sending a child to do a queen or a man's job either way either way you look at it like it should be Damon or her honestly I mean maybe her hand of the king whoever that is you know she don't have a hand yet does not she not yet but I'm just um, saying like no you're, you're I mean you're not wrong it's, da- a, it's, Damon, a, Damon it's a bad idea Damon would have absolutely gotten Baratheon behind him I just think that if you're going to send somebody that send somebody that can take care of themselves and not a 12 year old. Nope. I agree with that. And we learn, here's the thing though, that you I receive a very warm welcome. Well, 
he does send, receive a welcome, but once the dude hears what the letter says, it just offends the crap out of him. And I get that because I wouldn't be very well received to that either. As far as like me going, what's that letter say? Yeah. You know? And then when I, when I hear that she demands that I pledge loyalty to her, I'd be like, yeah, I don't like the way this is worded. Now, if she was asking me to fulfill my oath, asking, not demanding or telling, that's one thing. Right. But, uh, let's see. So the far right is Rainice. Is that correct? Yep. That, that is a baby dragon. Oh, it's tiny. It's just, like I said, it's barely bigger than he is. Look at that. Yeah, it really is. That would, that's actually believable that you could fly on that because like, it's so small. Yeah. Yeah. This kid's just doomed. I mean, like, it, it's just, <laughs> what about this? Like, did you not like how it faded to black? Like, isn't that a weird way to do the HBO show? Like there, it showed three dragons flying off in the distance. And all of a sudden the show fades to black. I thought it was like it went to commercial or something, <laughs> but I, I thought this was kind of interesting. This is, we see Damon, um, walking through some tomb area. Like, you know, he's in the caves right now and he's singing a little ditty. You know, it's like a, I guess it's an old Valyrian song. Mm-hmm. I think that's also a comfort, whatever he's walking towards. What's that now? I think it, I think it's, it's almost like a lullaby to comfort, whatever. He, sure it you is. Know. It's kind of showing the, it's Vermithor. We reveal that he's standing right in front of Vermithor. I'm saying it right, aren't I? I thought it was Thermidor. No. <laughs> Teasing. To That's these, a Vermithor. I know, I was just teasing. And I was just teasing. Vermithor is slightly smaller than Vagar. Than Vagar. Vagar is the biggest dragon living besides Balerion on the Dread, but he's dead. That's Bal- awesome. Balerion on the... Imagine how hot that would be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so like, Damon is singing this little ditty, and then all of a sudden Vermithor shows up, and he just, or he or she, whatever it is, Starts just spewing fire all throughout the top of the cave and is looking right at Damon like, who are you? You know, like, uh, you know. You notice too that I, th- I, I kind of felt like his, I kind of felt like his, his uh, overall, his he- head and face design kind of looked like Vagar a little bit. Oh, yeah. I think just the sheer size of it too is the other thing. It's like they bond or something, mm-hmm. you know. But it's not Damon that ends up riding Vermithor. It's what's so weird about like why they chose to do it that way. I guess they just they're just trying to show Damon has the capability of training. Which heck, though, huh? The way I said this show, maybe he does. We don't know, you know, because they could they could change stuff like that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so now the you baby dragon. See, I wondered myself how he would be received at Baratheon because I I can't tell whose guards are who. You know, I can't tell if these are these are Baratheon guards. You can just tell it by looking. Yeah, yeah, because dude, uh, if they were Aemons, they'd have they'd have the white cloaks, right? Not necessarily. That's so creepy, dude. So creepy. They do a really good job of how old they make Vagar look. Vagar look, yeah. But like, look how windy. Like, you can just tell a storm's coming. It's called Storm's End. I mean, yeah. isn't, that, isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah. I just this just doesn't go very well. 
I just the balls on this kid. I mean, like he's he did exactly what his mommy told him to do. And all. Well, actually, he volunteered, right? Didn't they volunteer? Like, I, think, that, I think it was Jace's idea. Either way, they said send us. Yeah, and he didn't like object to. It. I'd have been like, uh, "Do you care if I stay here, Mom? I'm kind of just a kid." <laughs> he even stands weird. Eamon just stands weird. He's like, "I'm so fancy, I'm a fancy boy." And now I'm gonna make my duck face at you. <laughs> yeah, Baratheons. The Baratheons are kind of just cavemen. Yeah, arrogant <laughs> looking. Well, it's funny. I, I can't see him as anything but Flintstones because the guy that played Robert was Fred Flintstone on the on the Fever Rock Vegas movie. Yeah, that's so I can't right. I can't see him as anything else. Same way I I, I can't see um, oh Alan Tudyk as anybody but uh, on Knight's Tale who he was on Knight's Tale. Alan Tudyk. Yeah, you know. Um, Oh, you didn't watch Firefly, did you? Nope. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, but anyway, he's a he's kind of a voice actor character. I actor. thought this was kind of funny that he was like, where's my maester? Because he can't read. Like, he's it's embarrassing. A, well, he's a lord of a castle and he yeah. can't read. I just... Like, what is... I don't know. Like, Eamon, man... Ugh. It's cringeworthy. Like, he is yeah. just... And then I've got something to discuss. I would like to know word for word what that says. Uh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, obviously it wasn't worded very well because remind me of my father. <laughs> so, you know. He quotes it. That's what's crazy. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. They outsmarted them, too. Like, you know, they brought a they brought a proposal to wed the kid to the his kid, you know. I'd marry the one in the middle. I didn't. I, 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 I didn't look. I mean, like, why does he always look like he's smirking? Because he is. He's is he? Yes, or is that man. just his natural resting no, he's, bitch he's, face? He's, I mean, he's like, always you know, like, smirking. He's always just like, mm. yeah, who farted? Mm. He's always. It was me. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's, like, he's like a mix between Riddler and Joker. Like, he's like, <laughs> Solve this one, Batman. No, nah, he's just, he's very arrogant and sure of himself. Uh, I know. And he calls him Lord Strong. Like, come on, man. This poor kid, he tries to stand I up know, for I feel bad for him, dude. Yeah, this is a moment where I, I'll take Colin's side on the feeling bad for somebody. I, I just, yeah, he's like, I will not fight you. I came here to yeah, mess with you. Yeah, he, he held up his, his swear to his mom. So, okay, let's assume. Man, it's creepy, ain't it? Blue Sapphire. Yeah, it's creepy. So he waited seven years to get this eye. <laughs> and then he just yeah. expects this kid to cut his own eye out. <laughs> Are you kidding me? All right. Now he don't look as creepy with both eyes, though. No, you're right. I think it's the patch and the smirk that he always like. But I looked up, I googled some regular pictures of him. And there is no way that kid would stand a chance against him. Like no. And they're relatively within the same age of each other. I think they're like two or three years apart. In real life? 
No, in the story. Oh, in the story. I thought you'd be in real life. Oh, my God. Say, real, real life, there's in, like a 15-year difference. Oh, probably more than that. <laughs> that Eamon guy right there has got to be in his late 20s, early 30s, and that little boy is probably like 14. And it just so oh, happens. It's like, <laughs> it's like story. Uh, Katie thought that was funny. She's like, you know, when he walks in, it's like the weather's a little windy or whatever, you know. But you know, it's now Vagar's already gone. That's what they're showing there. Right? Uh, well, I don't think he was yet, but because there's no way that, that Eamon beat him out there. But it's interesting to me that this, that, okay. This is a really good example of these dragons are still wild beasts. Yeah, oh yeah. And because he's he's begging, Drago um, Bay, Arax, right? Yeah. He's like Arax, calm. He's like, please be calm. You know, listen to me, obey. And this dragon's like, I'm getting out of here. You know, like he's mm-hmm. just, it's just kind of chaotic right now. Well, like, let me ask you this. I mean, I know it was awkward with Aemon and everything. But do you think that Luke could have asked him, hey, you mind if I just kind of wait this storm out? Not in that moment. Because Eamon was all like right on You wouldn't have everything. been freaked the heck out right then? Well, yeah, of course. I would have. I'd have been like, oh, gosh. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'd have got on that dragon as fast as I could run. I wouldn't even have pulled my sword out. Like He, he pulled his sword out like he was willing to fight him. And I'm like, nope. I'd have been this like, is so creepy, dude. See, I would have been, as soon as he threw that dagger this, at This me, shot here, underneath, underneath... Uh, Luke and the dragon, and then you get to see that monster above him. Oh my gosh! That is so yeah, his cool. dragon's not even the size of like the other dragon's wing. No, there's no comparison sidewise. It's just insane. But the question here is, wouldn't he be able to outmaneuver that big ass dragon? I wondered about that actually. Which he he in a way he kind of does though when he goes down into the cliffs, you know. Which I wonder if he would have just hidden into the... That's what I'd have done. He'd have burned him. I guess he could have burned him. He could have Dracarist him, I guess. But but I don't think Eamon would have given him that order. I think Vagar has to take a little bit to get the old fire burning. <laughs> she, is. She's 200-something years old. Yeah. I just... Okay, so right now, da- uh, Aim- I'm sorry, Eamon is uh, completely playing with him. Oh, yeah. I don't think he has any intentions no, on either. this show. Right, I don't either. So in, in the books, he did? Well, the, the books are vicious. Oh, okay. The books are like... You know, yeah, Eamon, like you said, Eamon's just having a good time. He's laughing. Point. He's like, dude, he's scared to death. This is amazing, you know? Yeah, yep. He's loving it because he's like, that little turd took my eye, and now I'm just going to torture him, like make him scared to death. Sure. But not really do anything to him. And this is where I told you, like, these dragons are still wild animals. And for whatever stupid reason, Arax decides to burn him, blow fire at Vagar, and that makes Vagar uncontrollably mad. And even again on the show, Eamon is like, "No, no, no, no!" You know, he's yeah, trying, oh, he's yeah. trying to control Vagar, and he can't. You know, so he he he, he was probably going to let him go. He was at just this trying point. To, he was just messing with them, but the, say, look, I'm mean, oh yeah, say. No, Arax, you serve you know serve me now, and then he's telling Vagar like, don't do it. Oh, yeah, he knows Vagar's ticked. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so he, yeah, this is just this is brutal. Yeah, how? Okay, so here's the question: like, he flies out of the storm here, and then boom, 
Vagar just out of nowhere is like, lunchtime. I'm nom, 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 nom. <laughs> like, we don't even, like, you don't even get a Chomp. second to think about it. He just, that boom, it's gone. Yeah. Now they're down to 15 dragons. And Did that one really even count? As tiny as it was? What is that thing? All it's left there? is its wings. Did you see that? Yeah. Like part of its tail, yeah. See, and Eamon knows, though. He's like, oh, boy. He's like, whoopsie. Like, I, you know, and that was the thing. He's like, did he mean to do that? No. In the books, he did. Really? I don't think there he did. I think there he was looking pretty panicked. Yeah, because he knows Papa, step Papa Damon's going to be coming for him. <laughs> okay, here's my question. Yeah. How in the world would they get the news of this? Oh, I, I don't know. That's that's uh, TV magic. <laughs> because if anybody else would have gotten it, he they couldn't have had this reveal like this and not seen Rhaenyra's face when he first tells her. Because even the but but what I'm saying is is like even the Baratheons don't know what happened because they flew like a hundred miles away from them. Yeah, you're those right. wings fell in a field somewhere. Nobody's gonna know what that was. They're you're gonna be right. like. I, there's no way. All they're gonna know is, is that and he never came dragons, back. Is that he never both came... the dragons flew off, and that was the last I seen. That's ever. right. Yeah, yeah. You're never gonna know what happened. That's the problem with this story, is you're never gonna know. Well, and two though, how how could Aemon ever convince them that it was an accident? Well, that's why it wasn't. You know, you know that that's why it wasn't. But to me, it was a great example of not only. Well, it wasn't a great example of how like Aemon is as a person, but it was a great example of how even though you think these dragons are under control, they're not. Right. They're gonna have minds of their own, and I think it's kind of why it's so crucial to be aware of what you're getting into when you're going on. You when you're getting on one, thinking it's your pet. Sure. You know. Yeah. So that it was just an odd way to end the season. I thought. Like I thought. I feel like there should be one more episode so this, after this. This look right here. This look right here. I'll tell you what gets me so excited for next week's episode. Oh, in twenty twenty four. Wait a second. It's not next week. That was the season finale. So and, that last watch right there. That I know that the people aren't watching this. So that's the Game of Thrones final season documentary. Oh, okay. And they said that it literally takes like a year, year and a half to, Which I believe, to film. I believe, but like what a garbage place to leave this season. Like you said, one more episode I don't think would have killed him. No, I think it's a classic example of... Your cliffhanger. See, part of me wonders, like, do they have more filmed? And they just decided to split it into two seasons? <sighs> if they did, that's just crap, dude. It's just, it's just so much crap. I think that should have been episode nine. Yeah. And then the finale is what she chooses, what she chooses to retaliate. Yeah, absolutely. And then then we're in the full blown. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. Like it it just like, first of all, the TV cliffhanger ending that they kind of felt, felt like they did with this first, whoever's been watching, whoever's been watching game of Thrones, as many game of Thrones fans and stuff as there are, who is not coming back for season two? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't have to do a cliffhanger, dude. You, that's not going to sell me on coming back. I'm coming back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Give me some kind of closure, please. But no, they're like, no, okay. So now Rhaenyra finally is going to, I assume, again, because I don't know, 
she's going to finally, that's going to break her. And now she's going to be like, all right, fine, I'm just going to burn this whole thing to the Well, ground. in her terms, they've made the first move. Well, good. So maybe now she'll actually... Oh, it's on now, Bill. Good. I mean, it, it, it's on. About time. I mean, welcome welcome to the world, Rainier. Good <sighs> gravy. Viserys Jr. Damon, that's Damon Jr. Huh? Who are you talking about? Oh, you're saying she She's is. so passive. I thought She's you meant me. I was like, I'm Damon Jr. She's, yeah. You're just David. You're just David's lover, is what you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, that's that's that. I'll um, that's that. Thanks for season one in the books, man. Pretty solid, <clears throat> pretty solid show. It's not Game of Thrones. It's not. It's not Game of Thrones. But I felt like it held its own pretty good. It's a. It's a. It's an interesting <clears throat> story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would like to almost see other house stories parallel with this, eh. if they could make them interesting. I mean, yeah, but can they? Because uh, like, was there really any like just a lot on. of a lot of changing of hands and stuff? And and of course, you know, the thing about it, like nobody else really has dragons, and people love dragons. So yeah, they've 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 made it too exciting. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think you could do this with any other. Supposedly, and again, these are just rumors, but supposedly there's there's two more spinoffs coming. Snow, I know, is one. Well, Snow is yeah one. Uh, That's a sequel. The other one is called like a thousand ships, and it's going to be a ten thousand ships or something like that. And it's going to be a thousand years in the past, and it's going to be um, what was. Uh, Arya's direwolf's name. Um, Don't ask oh, me. Oh man. Uh, whatever it was. Shoot. Anyway, her direwolf. She named it after a female like sea captain. And that's about her. Yeah. See, a- I'd rather see an Arya series than that. I just think they're going to have an opportunity here. And since we're not going to be talking about Game of Thrones probably for a year, well, I mean, we're sure we'll have mentions and stuff in episodes in the future of our, mm-hmm. our, of our show here. But um, as far as the show goes, as far as the Game of Thrones, they have a very unique opportunity with the Jon Snow thing. They can bring all the characters back yeah. that are still alive yeah. and tie them in to the Jon Snow show. They're saying there's so much wishy washy rumors. Like, is the Jon Snow six episodes? Is it like a series? Is it a limited series? Is right. it a show? They could almost, with the right writing, correct what they messed up yeah. in season eight, and mm-hmm. they could just make this Game of Thrones season nine, and they could pick it up where they left off and make it right. Oh yeah, Bran has died, and now the Game of Throne, the game for the throne continues. Who's going to be the next king slash queen? Yeah. I, I just, I think that's a great opportunity. They and Jon Snow could. can still be the prince that's promised. Yeah. He still can be. But we'll, we'll just have to see what they're going to do with it because what can they do? There's no, there's no drama right now. The last thing we saw was Jon Snow was punished. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I forgot about that. See, I thought he chose to go to the wall, nah. but Bran. Made it to where he was stripped of all titles and names, which he didn't want any of that anyway. Yeah, but it's still insulting. Yeah, I mean, 
It's kind of like he uh, saved them. Yeah, see, that's right. Never mind. That's a Star Trek reference you wouldn't get. I was going to say it's kind of like it's kind of like demoting uh, Kirk back down to captain at the end of uh, Star Trek Four. But again, you wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't be interested in all that. I need like a nerd alert button, like <laughs> nerd alert. Me, <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't. Uh, sorry, don't. Don't, uh, don't Star I don't, Trek. I don't this. do Star Trek. Sorry. It's okay. Um. Yeah, so, but what I was saying was, is like, I, I forgot that they, because he f- saved the realm from Daenerys, they punished him by putting him back on the wall where there is no threat anymore. Right. The Night King and the, the dead are done. Gone. Yep. The wildlings are now like friends instead of foes. Mostly, yeah. I mean, like, what is there for Jon Snow to do? That's the part that worries me. Is like, is he going to walk around in the snow? <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it going to be show worthy? I mean, sure, it's going to be awesome. I'm sure, but like, because it kind of to me, it kind of like goes like, well, what do I really want to see about Boba Fett? Like, you know, like there was going to be a Boba Fett show. And I'm like, so what? I, Aside I've, from I've, how he got out of the Sarlacc, what you know? I have never been a Boba Fett diehard. Like, I just think he's cool looking. He, he's cool looking, but like. I've never in my life ever seen a character get five to ten minutes of screen time and have the fandom that that dude has. Yeah, you're right. Like, I, I just never seen it. You know, I know Amanda, Billy and Amanda that we were friends with. Amanda freaking loves Boba Fett. I'm like, <laughs> and this was before the show was out. And I was like, right. why do you like him so much that we only, we've only seen him like for five minutes? Yeah. But she's a loyal, she's a loyal Boba Fett fan. The show, the show was okay. It didn't get good until the Mandalorian showed up, and then it got way better. Yeah, but I mean, anyway, I hate, to, I hate to admit it, but you're right. Well, no, it was still entertaining and everything. I never, I haven't finished Andor yet. I hadn't either. Oh, you didn't? So it's mm-hmm. not that grabbing to you either. Uh, and every everything you read, it's the best Star Wars they've ever made. Really? Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. The internet, the internet just absolutely. You know what bothers me? The guy's accent. I don't like listening to him talk that much. What is he? Is he Colombian? I don't or? even know. Like, but when he's when he's talking, I'm just kind of like, yeah. uh, Diego can, Luna. Yeah. Can, can we get a British guy? Or? Well, somebody, somebody. I read this thing. It said uh, it's a shame that it's a shame that the show isn't just like called like Dawn of the Rebellion instead of focusing so much on Andor himself. Um. Mexico City, Mexico. So he's just he's just straight Mexican. But he's got a weird accent. He does. I agree. But um, but yeah, no, he um, that is that is a shame because I mean, which I like. I mean, I like the idea of his character because I thought in Rogue One, you know, when he was all like, "You wouldn't believe the things I've done for the rebellion." You know, he's my least favorite character in well, Rogue it's, One. It's, it's something you don't really think about, though. You know, they have to do stuff that's kind of shady to get stuff you know what i'm saying like like the spy spy stuff and and you know and have to you know there has to be some of those kind of james bond type characters you know did you ever do you ever watch those how it should have ended yeah they're hilarious okay have you seen the rogue one one yeah but it's been so long k2so like shows up in the ship he's like Hop on, let's get out of here because oh, he because he transfers why wouldn't he have done that i don't know it's you could go on for hours about because stuff that like drama that. of him dying was like no, yeah. 
That movie is so great. It is really good. It's it is a really great good. movie. And I really dogged it and said, I was like, why would anybody care about this? Yeah. We know what happens. They steal the plans. They die. Yeah. But they somehow made you care and find it very interesting of what happened. You know, so. they were going to, they were going to make it to where they survived. At least Jen and Cassian were going to survive at the end. It would have been interesting. I mean, you could but, have told the story later, but it's more impactful if they all sacrifice themselves, you know, I think, I guess so. But, um, but that's, anyway, that's, that's probably a story for another day. Yeah, it and is. Yeah, those we'll, that hung, we'll, we'll, we'll have some Star Wars stuff. Those uh, that, those that hung on for <laughs> the house, of the dragon got a little Star Wars on the end yeah. there. And, uh, I so wore, you're, I, well, you're welcome. Yeah. I warned Colin <laughs> this afternoon when he was leaving, uh, earlier today i said this is the second time we've met today to record episodes and i said uh you know what i think it's time to bite the bullet and maybe do a episode one through three of star wars and really nerd out on the audience because <laughs> you know we're what how many are we in now are we 20 in yet uh, i think this will make 19 okay so maybe for the 20th episode maybe <laughs> Uh, but I also thought about uh, maybe doing a superhero episode, like where we talk about our favorite superheroes. So we're also looking to maybe have a guest next week. So again, yeah, and please, 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 if you if there's anything you guys want us to talk about, let us know. You know, I know I say that every every episode. I say let us know. Please let us know because I mean, you, you know, we're we're doing this. I mean, for us too, but, and for you, you know, we want to, we want to talk about stuff you guys are interested in and, um, and stuff that we might know a little bit about. And, and, you know, we want you guys to be entertained. And one of the ways to do that is by knowing what you guys like to hear from. So please give us suggestions and stuff like that. And, and we will, uh, absolutely entertain those ideas. Um, Ben and Colin show at gmail.com. Um, I think we're going to get a Twitter here pretty soon. um, but yeah, just just let us let us know what you guys think and, and get to us and, and we will we love hearing from you. So please do, yeah. And hey, you know, it could eventually turn into a guest spot on the show. If that's something you'd be interested in, let us know about that too. We'd we'd love to have somebody else here because I mean I kinda I know I get tired of hearing myself talk. <laughs> ben doesn't, but uh, ben doesn't get tired of hearing him talk, yeah, but I love my own voice, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, please, please, please get back to us and, and let us know. But thank you for real so much for joining us for these past 10 episodes. Um, yeah, it was fun. Uh, some of them were harder than others to get through. Yeah. Uh, again, overall show was fantastic. Show was great. Mm-hmm. Are there dead spots in the show? Sure. There is. Um, you know, it's it's nowhere near a bad show. So let's just put it that way. I, I, I didn't mean to knock on it too hard. But, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, hopefully we can do it again in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> yep. See you next time. Bye.